Hello and welcome to the Bad Pop Podcast. Welcome to a podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. It's final year. Sean Paldea Evolved has been coming on. Sean, did you? I can't remember because <laughs> I spent the last week in New York and traveling on a bus for 12 hours to and from upstate New York. Did you compete in a Paldea Evolved pre-release? I did. I did. I went to two yesterday, actually. Um, and then I'm going to another one this evening. Okay, so how how were they? Which pre-release promos did you pull? I pulled, uh, I think I pulled two Tinkaton promos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I got like double Tinkaton. The first one was like the Tinkaton United Wings, and then the second one was the Tinkaton and whatever the grass type one is. I don't. I don't remember what the grass type one is, but I do know because I've been seeing Twitter and stuff a lot lately of like people in their pre-release decks, you know, 3-0 pre-release, 3-0 pre-release, <laughs> stuff like that. And it feels like Tinkaton United Wings is really good, um, especially if you like pull like a Baxcalibur line or something like that. Like, I think I saw someone, maybe it wasn't with the Tinkaton, but they pulled... Baxcalibur United Wings and they and I'm just like wow you could actually like just kind of dominate that way because you just get consistent damage yeah the Baxcalibur I think was really powerful I think that's probably the most powerful one of all of them to be honest because you can also you can attach water energy to I think it's any Pokemon yeah it's any Pokemon on the field it can be active it can be bench exactly so if you pull any other Pokemon that have like like lots of energy requirements, like EXs, but they don't need specific energy or they only need one of a specific energy, crazy powerful. Um, and the United Wings, though, honestly, I felt that that was probably the weakest archetype. It's interesting because like you don't get an entire like United Wings package, right? You only no. get the... Flamigo and the Murkrow, right? Yeah. And you might pull a Watchroll, right? Mm-hmm. In some of the packs. But the problem is between your set and your packs, you might end up with eight Pokemon that have United Wings, right? Okay. Yeah. But that means you maxing out at damage at 140, which isn't bad, but it's that's where you max. And that's assuming you can get all but one into the discard. And it's really hard to get things into the discard. Like you only those sets only come with like one professor's research and one ultra ball. Mm-hmm. And like the Tinkaton one has a benefit of like you can discard with the Tinkaton to draw, but like you still have to get to the stage two. So it's not a very fast attack. It's just I don't know. I found that that one was actually the weakest, probably. Interesting, because like I yeah. I feel like the most consistent one that I saw was like United Wings. That's the one that was in the most packs for sure. Oh, really? Is it like, yeah. like do a you lot feel like? Okay, so it's like the most common evolution <laughs> evolution well, line. Well, it's the most common package, right? Because you would get. Yeah. I think you would get like you could get Baxcalibur and United Wings, Tinkaton mm-hmm. and United Wings. Um, you know, you could get Murkrow as your promo, and then that obviously comes with the United Wings package. So like three or four of them came with United Wings stuff it so okay. i think it was it was kind of everywhere but yeah again i felt like whenever i played against people that were playing with the heavy united wings package it was like turn four turn five and they're like i'll do 40 damage 
Yeah. And it just, it feels so bad. The typical pre-release experience. Well, because like, you know, 40 damage for two energy, if you're attacking with Flamigo, I'm like, for two energy, after like turn three or four, I could be doing 100 damage with half the things that I can pull from a pack, right? So mm -hmm. why would I? Yeah, that's, I, I think it's a trap. That's my gut. <laughs> It's interesting. Um, I will be competing in my first pre-release and probably only pre-release, to be honest, um, tomorrow uh, or today at the day of this podcast releases. So nice. I'll update you all on Twitter how I do, what I pull, all that jazz in a bag of chips. But <laughs> we have a lot of things to talk about today, including Paldea Evolved. This is the infamous set review, the Metapod podcast set review. We talked about it and teased about it on Twitter a little bit with the new meme format, which we'll get to later in here in this episode. But Sean, as always, or I would say most times, we got to start off with a review. And this is a special review that was left on our YouTube channel by Nickasaurus left a comment on last week's podcast episode, we talked about the events and stuff like that. And, you know, because Sean went to Hartford, right? It was Hartford. Yeah. yeah, Sean went to Hartford and there was a lot of conversation in terms of like lunch and things like that, how <laughs> Hartford didn't have lunch. And Sean and I only having gone to a minimal amount of IRL major events, we've been a lot to a lot of cups and challenges, but a regional, international, SPE, Worlds is a completely different experience and feeling. So Nick kind of gave us a little bit of insight that I thought would be really good as like a follow-up to mention um, on the show. So there's two points in regards to the event discussion. Number one, NAIC's venue, the Greater Columbus Convention Center, is right in the middle of downtown, and it's got its own food vendors, several of which are incredibly close to the event hall, and a whole lot of food that's at the other end. The North Market is about two blocks from the convention center and has some nice options as well. If I recall, we did get a lunch break at NAIC last year, so I imagine that will hold true this year, which is a good segue into to the second point. Second point for Fort Wayne, there was a decent lunch break for both TCG and VGC. I think it's up to the TOs of the event, but I also believe um, another event run by the same TOs that ran Hartford did not have a lunch break. Fortunately, every event I've been to since COVID, uh, the COVID pause and has ended, has included one, and have been extremely thankful for that. Even if you don't necessarily use the lunch break to eat, the breaks are just great to kind of chill, let your brain turn off a little bit before taking on the back half of the tournament. Ending it all with great episode, as always, you two. And Nickasaurus, thank you so much for the input and also the lovely words at the end. That's really interesting, though, um, especially because Sean and I didn't go to NAIC last year. Um, no. so having a little bit of input, especially for me going into NAIC, you know, prepare a little bit more for potentially, you know, a lunch break, maybe thinking about, do I pack snacks? Do I, um, look around to see what the options are so I can sneak away? Cause some people say like the lunch break sometimes isn't that long, just depending on how long your match goes, yeah. um, per se. So I think it's nice to be a little bit strategic at times and prepare before especially if you're not as experienced in the events as some of like the top players in the world per se hmm. yeah i mean you'll get a lunch break at naic is what it sounds like jake so 
Yeah, not official yeah. yet, but no. <laughs> usually the same TOs I feel like run the same event every year, so it'll probably be the same person running an AIC as usual, unless you know something happens. You know, obviously schedules change, things of that nature. But we're looking forward to it. And if you want to see us there, I'll be at NAIC, and you might uh you might get something from me if you see me. But anyway, Sean. What are the what are some of the other news that's come out in the Pokemon world in the last week? I mean, the other news is we have a report here from Poke Beach uh, that is nine point seven billion cards were printed in twenty twenty two. Jake, that's a lot of cards. March twenty twenty two to March twenty twenty three. The figures report from Pokemon. Yes saying that this is the third year in a row that Pokemon has broken the annual record. Before 2019, Pokemon was producing an average of 1.5 to 2 billion cards per year. It's also worth noting that in that time window that I mentioned, March 2022 to March 2023, they introduced simplified Chinese cards as the TCG's newest language. So as of March 2023, over 52.9 billion cards worldwide in 14 languages and 89 countries and regions. So, you know, that's insane to think about, Sean. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Jake, that means that the Pokemon company over the last three years, right? If it's about 9 billion a year, that's 27 mm -hmm. billion cards in three years. And if that number is relatively true of about 52 billion cards, that means more than half of the cards ever printed for Pokemon have been printed in the last three years. That's yeah, absolutely it's, it's wild. It's insane to think about. There's been so much. And, you know, the pandemic that hit March 2020, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was March, the, March that 2020. was the big shutdown. So as of March 2020, in the reports that Poke Beach has received from the Pokemon company, March 2020 says there were over 30.4 billion cards worldwide in 13 languages in 77 areas. So like you were saying, Sean, since the pandemic hit, they've almost doubled the amount of cards that they've printed in uh, added a new language as well and have been introduced in 12 new areas. So... It's kind of crazy to think about, you know, we talked about how it used to be that cards were so hard to get. Yeah. And then like, what was it? I think it was after Champion's Path, things started getting easier to get at like local card shops because people opened up Champion's Path to chase that Charizard. Yeah. And then they were like, man, Champion's Path sucks. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> so, so then, uh, but I think Pokemon also at that point, you know, started realizing that, hey, we should probably print more. So then there's not any more reports in like Target that um, <laughs> that people are getting beat up in the parking lot or whatever for taking the yeah. last ETB or things like that. And so they, I mean, they've really come through. Pokemon cards, in my opinion, have been the easiest to get in the last several years um even though they're a little bit more expensive as they were before it's still pretty easy i feel like whether it's a holiday set whether it's a main set release a pre-release um it's it's easier to get as of recent years and there's a lot to do with that with like covid restrictions mm -hmm. you know in terms of pre-release event or you know allocations and the limitations of the 
the like only one box per purchase per customer um do you remember those days oh yeah no i mean yeah the dark days i will say though like nine billion cards is a that's the number itself is whatever it's just a number but when you Mm -hmm. compare it to the fact that they were making you know before 2019 one and a half to two billion cards a year it's like a fourfold that's like four times as many cards produced every year and you might say like well yeah some of that might be due to like expansion into other regions but like I don't know. It, it also makes me consider, like, dang, um, the prices of certain cards, how are they going to hold up over time? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the distribution of that printing is, right? Because, like, it may also be that between the um, League battle decks and, like, some of the other promotional products, maybe that's where a lot of that excess card might be coming from. So it's actually not, it doesn't actually affect the rarity of some of the other cards. Like, there's still the same number of you know, fancy alternate art Umbreons as there would have been in 2017. It's just we have a hundred times as many professors research in the world. Yeah, we have we have a hundred times as many professors research in like 50 different arts of those professor researches now. But it's just really cool to think about, especially as the card game is growing, you know, more people getting into it all the time, whether that's playing, collecting things like that. Um, so it's really, really interesting to see how this goes. I just wish a lot of these sales would go into PTCG Live. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't... I mean, maybe it did, Jake. Maybe, maybe We don't did. know how much it costs to make PTCG Live. I think the... Not next week's episode will be the um, full release of PTCG Live, but the week after, so the episode that releases on June 13th, Pokemon TCG Live will move out of beta into a full release. So mm. we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see where it is. Uh, I'm curious to see how it is. Jake, we have one more piece of news before we get into the set review, which I know will take us a while. So you want to talk about? There's the... not too much. Yeah, there's not too much that we'll talk about this one because we've got other things to talk about in terms of the set review. But it was announced that Obsidian Flames has been officially revealed by Pokemon releasing on August 11th. It's the third Scarlet and Violet set. We've talked about this set. It's going to be releasing Terra type E or Terra Pokemon EX of unusual types, including Darkness type Charizard, Tyranitar EX, Lightning and other different um, like kind of terror types of Pokemon that aren't necessarily um, their usual types, as I mentioned, you know, the Dark Charizard and things like that. So they showcase, you know, the set's going to feature over 190 cards, 15 Pokemon EX and six Terra EX, 12 illustration rare, six special illustration rare and supporter cards, 12 ultra rare full art etched Pokemon and supporter cards more than 15 trainer cards three hyper rare gold etched cards showing off a lot of the products as well the etb stuff like that pack arts you know check lane blisters things like that the damage counters um the etb is one that i specifically want to talk about because yes it's got the cute little charmander on front so very very cool but this was the talk of the town within the last week this etb promo that is coming in obsidian flames is so good in my (laughs) opinion sean tell us a little bit about this uh this promo here i mean it's a charmander it's amazing it's just like 
It's a Charmander whose whose face is pressed up against the glass of a window, looking out angrily at a Pidgey that's just sitting on the ledge. It's 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 a perfect little piece of like illustration story art. It is beautiful. Mina, Mina, Mi Take. I believe that's how you pronounce it correctly. Illustrated this art, this beautiful, wonderful Charmander that just makes me chuckle face pressed up against the window it has been perfect you may have seen us on twitter it has been perfect for meme template it's a great meme <laughs> template it's just absolutely wonders and there's been so many funny ones that i've seen on twitter um we posted one as well if you want to see ad metapod tcg um it's just I'm excited for this set, especially because longtime listeners may know that I've been so <laughs> excited for the introduction of terror types and possible different type like Delta species yeah. kind of callbacks and stuff like that. And I, I've been underwhelmed by the, the Terra EX Pokemon so far. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they they do these like different terror types and they continue these for like a set or two and not just like fusion Pokemon that were just a one set thing. Yeah. Please, please, please. No, it'll be really it, it seems like it'll be a cool set, but uh but Jake, let's talk about the set that's landing on our doorsteps. <laughs> a set that's not actually out yet, but well, it's it, the next one. It's not out, but it's out because yeah, know, it's yeah. It's not out yet entirely, but it, for the most part, it's out. We know everything that's in it. So, yeah, we got Paldea Evolved uh, over here. We're going to do the set review. Uh, as always, big shout out to Justin Basil uh, for his work. Also to Pokey Beach. So if we name anything here that's not technically the official card in the set, you know, I know... It, there's like a couple of cards that may get cut here and there that we are not fully aware of when recording this. But for the most part, it's like 95% accurate. Yeah, and a lot of these cards that we'll talk about anyways are cards that we do know are in the uh are in the set we've seen from, you know, people opening, you know, cuz a lot of content creators were able to open up their Pokémon TCG product from the Pokémon company, so kind of have a good idea about everything in it but sean do you have a specific card that you want to talk about first i mean i think i think it's worth discussing briefly the skip loom mm -hmm. um this whole archetype right hop Ip, uh the skip loom and the jump luff they're all the whole theme of this is preventing your opponent from doing damage to it so we've talked about before, like Pokemon that maybe don't give up prize cards, but this one, uh, the skip loom and the jump off especially have abilities that say if any damage is done to this Pokemon by attacks, flip a coin, if heads prevent that damage. Um, their attacks are pretty underwhelming. It's like 30 and 30 to the bench or 60 and 30 to the bench. So you're going to be, it's going to take you a long time if you're meant to like win by attacking, but if you are not trying to win by attacking and you're trying to win by stalling, I think this is a really interesting archetype. But Jake, what do you think about this? Do you think anybody is going to play this? I think there's obviously going to be some people that play at locals, you know, this kind of deck. But I'm trying to think, does this, does like the, um, gosh, what's the Pokemon that I'm thinking of? So like, does Mew Max Miracle or... 
Duraludon's attack this? go yes. through this? It yeah, does. so... I mean, I just think, you know, there's those two right now in the meta that attack through it. There's also the Alolan Vulpix um, as yep. well in that. So Sableye. I, I don't know. Yeah, Sableye. It'll you know, just can place get damage this. counters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sableye can just one hit KO a uh, jump, jump pluff, skip bloom, jump, yeah. jump either pluff. One. Oh, or, yeah, or a either skip one. Bloom. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I You'll get some local people do this, but it's just... And this may be one that you play on ladder as well to just have fun, ruin people's days, get some auto <laughs> stuff when, you know, you hit a uh, heads to prevent the damage and your opponent just rage quits, you know, on ladder. Like, that That could work, but in terms of a super competitive scene for, like, regionals and stuff, I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jake, you want to talk about this fortress? I do. I love Fortress EX, or I just like Fortress in general. It's such a goofy Pokemon. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for this card. Fortress EX, a stage one, 270 HP Grass EX Pokemon has the ability Explosive Energy. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for up to five basic Grass Energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. Then shuffle your deck. If you search your deck in this way, this Pokemon is knocked out. So we've seen this kind of style of Pokemon before. Electrode EX is a very yeah. good example. Old school, yeah. Yeah, old school, just destroying itself and attaching energies everywhere. I think there were baby Electrodes as well that did it. Um, we've seen this in different ways as well in Pokemon cards. You know, there was a Miss Magius in yep. the Unbroken Bonds area era that knocked itself out. And if it did, you got to draw like up to seven cards in your hand or something. Um, so we've seen this effect time and time again. Keep in mind that we're also getting Iono. Um, so there is really good, oh, I love you know, that. potential. That's a cool combo. Yeah, really cool potential to be able to utilize Fortress and Iono like in the same turn. Um, and there's different grass Pokemon that are around that you could potentially be able to power up um, and be able to attack with like something like uh, Meow Scarda, you know, um, or anything like that. Leafeon is another one that comes to mind that you may be able to do. Um, or just uh, Wu Chain, which we'll talk about later as well. So there's a lot of different possibilities. There's a lot of cool combos that you can do, and I wouldn't necessarily sleep on this card. May not be the best card, but it yeah. may be one that you at least want to know the mechanics of what the deck does. I would say for me, Jake, this is one where if I were to play a heavy, almost a control style deck where. Oh, the yeah. point is to give up a bunch, because this also, it doesn't say that you can only do this once per turn. Yeah. So you could actually, on turn two, before any prizes were taken, you could Fortress EX twice, fill your deck, fill your bench with like so a couple of your Pokemon, really power them up, Iono your opponent down to two before they're able to go into Arceus or whatever. And that's actually a really wild strategy. Now, huge risk because now yes. your opponent's down to two prizes but i i really think somebody might play around with this combo and find some really nasty stuff i would be interested i don't think we it's not in the format anymore heroes metal if you mm -hmm. remember heroes yeah, metal yeah. said like v max's um 
now are one prize less but they have 100 less hp it would be interesting if either later in this set i don't know if it's actually in this set or in a future upcoming set uh pokemon printed some other type of item or tool card i guess is what i should say now because it's now a tool card its own category um a tool card similar to that for ex or terra type pokemon that are able to um reduce that are able the to go like yeah reduce the number of prizes hp because you're probably not attacking well, with this guy so I, think, I don't know if heroes metal but i i want to say those usually will have things on it that it's like if this pokemon is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack they take mm -hmm. the less prizes but if you knock it out yourself then that yeah so i don't know um it all depends on the wording all depends on what it's got going but um anyways but yeah sean i was gonna say like are there any other grass pokemon in this set that you think that there could be a payoff for that five energy stop me if you find um, one <laughs> i don't necessarily know I'm, i mean i mentioned wuchang earlier uh but meow scarta ex is one that i think we should talk about you could theoretically power this and many other pokemon up with the fortress ex because it does have a two colorless attack for 100 plus damage if your opponent's active pokemon already has any damage counters on it this attack does 120 more damage so doing 220 for just two energies is a pretty good payoff for this stage two 310 ex pokemon it also has this ability called magic bouquet you must discard a grass energy card from your hand in order to use this ability. Bouquet. Bouquet. Um, bouquet, Jake. It's bouquet. 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 Look, I I was on a bus for a long time, and I'm still drinking the morning uh, coffee. Like, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm just tired. To all of anyways, our French and French-Canadian listeners. <laughs> just cringing right now. But anyways, if you use this ability on the Meow Scarta, you discard a grass energy card from your hand in order to use it. Once during your turn, you may choose one of your opponent's bench Pokemon and put three damage counters on it. So that right there is a great way to reach that 220 damage through the Meow Scarta. Um, it is limited to a bench Pokemon, so you're probably going to be playing things like ropes, you know, bosses, you know, any sort of gusting effect in this format to be able to bring the Pokemon up. But pretty interesting because that's like 250 total and who knows with another meow scarta potentially on the field you could uh you could go up to 280 which knocks out a lot of different things in the format also if you think about um defense band right or defiance mm -hmm. band i want to say it is yeah so if you are using the fortress attack using that where it's like okay cool now i can do an extra 30 on top of that yeah you could easily knock something out um I don't know. There could be a world in which you see a Fortress, Meow Scarada, and Rare Candy version of the deck, maybe, where you play mm -hmm. a ton of Grass Energy, you pull them all out of your deck via Energy Search and the Fortress, and you basically try to knock whatever your opponent got set up on their first turn after their hand goes down to, like, one or two. Just try to knock it out super quick. I don't know. It's interesting. One that you definitely want to do with uh, Fortress, potentially, because the first attack is a great combo. Wu Chain EX, Sean, if you scroll down mm. a little bit more. Wu Chain, live Wu Chain reaction here on the MedPod podcast. What is this card and what does it do, Sean? Read that first attack well, for me. I think it is pronounced Wu Chien, because that is, I think, I, I'm going to guess, Probably. I think it's a Chinese name, but... 
Uh, the first attack, which I did pull this in my pre-release, for Grass Grass Colorless, it does 60 damage to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Um, I actually don't think it is benched. It might be one of your opponent's Pokemon. Is it one of your opponent's Pokemon? Let me double yeah, check double it. Yeah, double check that on the Pokemon. What, the is, reason... what was the last? Uh, what was that last part of the card, Sean? I don't think you mentioned. Well, yes, for um, each prize card your opponent has taken. So, to Jake's point, if you do that double fortress, you power a couple of these, a couple of these dudes up. Um, all of a sudden, you're doing 240 damage for every energy that you've already put onto your Pokemon. So, 240 damage second turn. Um, and if you went first, that's enough to knock out any, you know, basic Pokemon uh, effectively uh, that's in the format. Um, and the reason I don't know if it's benched is because I think when I was reading the card, I could I could have gotten it wrong. Pre-release happens all the time. But for mm -hmm. some reason in my mind, I don't think it had a benched only clarifier. But and then the I'm second trying to. Oh, go ahead. I'm trying to look right now to see what it is, but I'm not seeing um, I'm not seeing anything online like Pokey Beach said um, it's bench. There's nothing on the Pokemon website. Well, it's it's maybe um, it's bench then. Maybe I'm yeah, getting it. I'm wrong. not 100 percent sure. Um, but, but yeah, I, I could go look at the card that I pulled, but it's too too far. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the second attack for four energy, three of which are grass, does two twenty. Pretty straightforward. Um, biggest downside to this card, I would say, Jake, is it's got four retreat cost, which is absolutely wild. Definitely want to play switches with this card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and being only two hundred and thirty HP, if you do go that fortress route, you knock something out. You go down to two prizes. If your opponent has any way of taking this Pokemon out on the next turn, then it's all for nothing. So a little scary. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to use Fortress to attach three of the five energies on this. Uh, Wu Chen is what you called it. I think it's Wu Chen. Yeah, Wu Chen. Wu Chen. And then the bench one like you have to also simultaneously power up a bench one put the other two energies on that so then the next turn you can just do an attachment from hand or something like that yep. to the uh to the pokemon so it might take a little bit of comboing but i i think there's potential here i've seen some lists of this and i i i, I love fortress so i might i might try to play it i don't know nice i mean <laughs> i i again the fortress combo I think people who are not in the like hardcore competitive scene, mm -hmm. I think that fortress on the surface just looks bad. Like, why would I do that? But once you get into it, the fact that they printed Iono in the same set, yeah, that is what makes that whole card combination insane. Exactly. So. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. Sean, do you have the next one? Or uh, do you want me to take over the next one? I mean, I don't have anything off the top. I think for me, I'm just going straight to the Skeledirge. But did you, was there one before that that was worth looking at? I would say the Oricorio a little bit higher. This has been played in some Japanese lists. Um, okay. This Oricorio, it'll be really easy to talk about. Basic Pokemon, 90 HP, Fire Pokemon. It has the ability Passionate Dance. Once during your turn, heal 20 damage from your active evolution Pokemon. So alongside potentially you know if you don't want to play the hisuian or i'm sorry the radiant um 
Serena, that's what yep. it is. The Radiant Serena that heals a lot of Pokemon because you'd rather play like Radiant Greninja or Radiant um, Alakazam or something like that. You can use this Oracorio to heal damage off of your active evolution Pokemon because act evolution Pokemon are getting bigger and better, I would say, in this set. Um, I feel like there's a lot more influence on evolved pokemon because that also includes v maxes i'm pretty sure yeah it's just active evolution and i could see this being because uh hisui and gudra whatever version mm -hmm. you play doesn't really play a lot of benched pokemon um so i could see like you can run multiple of these because it doesn't say you can only use one of these ability per turn mm -hmm. so if you have two three heck maybe even four of these on your bench you are taking 80 less damage and then you are healing 80 damage every turn that makes like you may not even need to use your moisture star for like three turns which you know i don't know because it's only got 90 hp which puts you squarely it is in level the, ballable it's level ball this is true it's level ballable it's also squarely in the sights of greninja yeah greninja, greninja and or sableye you know yeah, little little scary there but i don't know like it's a pretty wild pokemon for that kind of deck i think It'll be interesting to see where it goes, but we'll go down to the Skeleridge EX, Sean, for you. What what about this Pokemon that you're seeing, this fire skeleton dragon thing? So Skeleturge EX uh, has two attacks. It's 340 HP, which is really big. Beefy. Yeah, like even for like this era of stage twos, I don't think there's much else out there that's bigger. Um, bigger than a Duraludon. Uh, <laughs> right. Or Duraludon VMAX, and it only gives up two prizes. Um, mm -hmm. Its first attack, Vitality Song, does 50 damage. Heal 30 from each of your Pokemon, which is a really weird attack for a fire type, I think. Like, healing is just not a fire type thing. But uh, And then the second one does 270 minus damage. So 10 less damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. So... It's pretty obvious to me that this was meant to be paired with kind of that Oracorio so that if you take damage, you can heal it off. And then, but you know, your first attack, you know, with this, assuming it has no damage counters on it, it's pretty big at 270. Yeah. I mean, especially with something like Magma Basin in format, right? You have Magma Basin, Oracorio, and Skelleridge. You've got Skelleridge in the active, or I mean, well, you have Skelleridge on the bench, use Magma Basin, right? gets two damage counters off that if you move it to the active and you have an oracorio on the bench you can heal that magma basin damage off to be able to just go ahead straight away attack that 270 with it for only two energies and it's really cool i think that it has this 270 attack because it also has that healing Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, that 30 damage healing, although it 30 damage might not matter <laughs> in mean, the fullest it's, sense. It's actually really good against Lost Box, right? You mm -hmm. think if they're trying to spread damage counters, set up turns, healing 30 damage from each of your Pokemon every time you attack for 50 um, is really, really annoying, honestly. Yeah. So you have to force them to take like straight up knockouts with those 12 damage counters. Yeah, yeah. Or make the math a little bit harder. Yeah, so I look, I don't know how much play this is going to see necessarily, but mm -hmm. uh, it it has a couple of interesting things that, again, we don't, I don't, I feel like we haven't seen on fire Pokemon much. I don't know if this brings the fire archetype back into relevance just yet, but yeah, it, it, there's something now. 
there's something in there but sean what's something else that we that you want to talk about i mean look i think we got to talk about the chiyu which is mm-hmm. the other you know uh i don't another know. one of the legendary exs yes. another one of the legendaries this is a fire one it's a basic uh only 190 hp so pretty pretty weak it's uh, small yeah, very it's a goldfish, small. Sean. Very small. It is a goldfish. That's true. I didn't even notice that. Um, Burning Envy is its first attack for one fire. Discard the top two cards of your opponent's deck. You know, situationally, pretty good. Pretty I good. I mean, we saw Craglanch uh, yeah. in the Hartford Finals make a winning KO move. Who knows? Maybe Burning <laughs> Envy will do the same. Uh, and then its second attack for two fire, Flame Surge. 100 damage. Choose up to three of your bench Pokemon. For each of those Pokemon, search your deck for a basic fire energy and attach it to that Pokemon. That, to me, like, this seems like a really good setup attacker for future Charizard decks, maybe. Um, Because you can start setting up, you know, their big attacks that I think do 330, I want to say. Now, you might give up two prizes in the process, which isn't ideal. (laughs) <laughs> but you know you t- sometimes it's the it's a necessary exchange right especially again i don't know in the yeah. format so who knows maybe you're okay with them taking two quick prizes so then you can i them to four instead of six yeah and look that'll also work well with reversal energy so mm-hmm. you know reversal energy which we'll get to later if it works on evolution pokemon i believe it provides three of colors if you're down in prizes so yeah that charizard you do that Attach the reversal on the next turn, Magma Basin one onto it on the bench. Boom, you've got the five energy you need. All all by turn two or three or whatever. All by turn two. That's exactly <laughs> what you want to hear. But Sean, I yeah. will say scroll down to the quaff quaff. I still don't know how to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that Pokemon... I still don't know how to say this Pokemon's name. (laughs) But this is a Stage 2 EX. 320 HP water Pokemon. So I think the... It's right in the middle of the three. I think Meowskarta was the smallest at 310. But it's got two attacks. Number one is a water energy, single water energy. Lively Samba, 60 damage. Switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. Then your opponent switches their active Pokemon. Mm with one of their bench Pokemon. So I don't believe, I think this acts a little bit like escape rope in where your opponent chooses what Pokemon they bring up. So it could be a, a little bit hurtful in that sense, but it could help, you know, if they, if they have, uh, what, what was it? Wu, Wu Chen? Wu Chen, yeah. Uh, the, the four. Wu Chen, if the they've four. got Wu Chen's, oh you know, you just, they've got to put one of those up that has a four retreat cost. So it could help you in that. And then the second attack, water and colorless propeller shot, 230 damage, put two energy from this Pokemon into your hand. So it could work well with Backscalibur, right? Putting the energies back into your hand. And then being yeah. able to accelerate it onto another Pokemon, which we'll talk about Baxcalibur here in a little bit for anyone yeah. who doesn't know. I think it's weird. Like this one, I'm not sure what that 60 and switching accomplishes because your opponent does get to choose. So like, mm-hmm. you know, but I could also see this maybe working in a deck where you're playing a little controlly. Think about like the old Inteleon VMAX that would put a water back into hand and if you're playing it kind of controlly with the crushing hammers, I know, worst thing in the world to say, 
Um, but crushing hammers and maybe even Klefki. So the thing you're putting in the active is turning off the yeah. abilities. It's like a slow roll, um, you know, control water deck, which is it's interesting. It's more about, I feel like, controlling the pace of play um, yeah. rather than just a straight up, you know, Sander controlled deck that we know uh, that he usually produces. But it's got an interesting set of attacks that maybe uh, you want to watch out for. But Sean, what else should you watch out for in this set? Uh, I'm looking through. I'm trying to find uh, anything particularly interesting. Um, you know, I will say I, I'm going to bring a couple of these up. I'm, I'm bringing up the I think it's called Satitan. Is that the name of it? It's a Titan? Yeah, I yeah. believe that's what it's called. I'm only bringing this up, not because I think it is in it of itself amazing, but there is an interesting archetype that Shay, uh, you know, uh, over on Twitter, he also, Shay Burton is a caster as well. Mm -hmm. um, but he made a really good video that talked about the Zoroark archetype and how you also have stage, you also have reversal energy, which I mentioned briefly, but if you're down on prizes then you can attach this reversal energy. It provides three of any color of energy, but only if you're down on prizes, and it's a special energy. And I think Satitan here, it's a water type, which doesn't really matter as much in the format, but it is three energy, and if it has any special energy attached, it does 140. So you can do 220 damage with this stage one Pokemon. Without any modifiers. Without any modifiers, just a um, single attachment of reversal. Exactly. And I think I, I wanted to just point this one out. Like this one may not be the one that you think about, but like this is an example of like a kind of archetype that we might actually start seeing as a single prize deck as a counter mm -hmm. box um, coming up very soon. Yeah, I mean, we're we've now got Paldea evolved as well. So getting another slew of different types of Pokemon yep. that you can use Zorark to change into um to be able to hit weakness on literally whatever um you want uh so it, very very cool very very interesting i think i i i agree sean it is one to note and look out for as well in your packs yeah but uh i mean that's that's really it i, I guess i guess the next thing we could talk about this kind of a wombo combo here but uh we could talk about them a little <laughs> bit quicker because we've talked about these cards before but Coming up first, Backscalibur, one of the pre-release promos, so we've you may remember this, has the ability Absolute Zero, the Stage 2 160 HP Water Pokemon. As often as you like during your turn, you may attach a basic Water Energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. Like we mentioned earlier, this is anywhere on the board. You know, as many times as you want, just like Gardevoir, you can do it, you know, you can do it for a couple energies in your hand, research, and then do it again as well uh as it says as often as you like so very versatile and combos well with the water pokemon next uh chin pao ex yep. i think is how you say it um but anyway sean what does this pokemon do well chin pao says ability during your turn trembling frost once during your turn if this pokemon is in the active you could search your deck for two basic water energy reveal them put them into your hand and shuffle uh so you can get all the energy you need for the backscalibur and its attack does 60 times damage, discard any number of basic water energy from your Pokemon. It does 60 for each card you discarded in this way. So I look at this, Jake, and I'm kind of like, 
it's a weird combination. It's like water blacephalon. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this could be a really cool archetype. We've seen it in, I believe it was Thailand uh, or Taiwan. One of those two uh, countries had a regional championship or like a major event that was streamed over the weekend. We saw some of these decks with the Baxcaliper Chin Pal that were good um, and that were very interesting. And yeah, like Sean said, that's the thing. You know, you draw cards through something like Bibberol, right? Bibberol was very popular in this combo, but you evolve to a Baxcaliper, use a Chin Pal to get the energies out of the deck, and then use Baxcaliper to put it anywhere on the field. You know, the Chin Pal that's in the active to hit those big numbers or a Palkia yeah uh, v v star yeah palkia yeah. v star onto the bench or maybe into the active because you can also use that v star power of accelerating the energies from the discard pile onto your pokemon um so being able to hit huge numbers off of chin pao um could be really really beneficial but that's the wombo combo that that provides and so if you if you're in your pre-release and you pull a chin pow you better hope you pull the back scalibur <laughs> line too yeah yeah that would be that's nice you'll, I you'll see pretty somebody. much win all of your games like, you don't even have to discard that many energy you just like no you just you fun. literally discard two and, <laughs> and you can good. just get to every single turn as it's in the active so Ugh. you just if you pull Chain Pow in the back Excalibur line. You really hope that you get a boss's order somewhere in your packs or in your box as well. Yeah, definitely. This is going to be one of the top tier decks coming out of this set. I think. Yes, for sure. One of the one of the best new archetypes. Uh, Jake, we can briefly talk about um, uh, Pikachu here. So Pikachu EX, very cute. Uh, One ninety HP. First attack is pointless. Don't worry about it. Second attack, lightning, lightning, colorless. Two twenty. Flip a coin if tails discard all, all energy from this Pokemon. Like yep. it's it's bad Maridon. That's really all this is, Jake. Yeah, I think you just <laughs> I think you just play Maridon. Um I kinda it's got overall. free retreat. It does have free retreat. Yeah, but it's I mean, there's <laughs> better free retreaters that will actually get to uh probably later, maybe. I don't there's there's plenty of other options. Very cool Pikachu card, though, um, illustrated by Endesign. Um, I like this Pikachu. And then the Raichu on top of that, um, illustrated by Tezuro. Um, very, very cool cards, in my opinion. Yeah. Not the most playable, though. No, I mean, I just wanted to point it out because Pikachu, they, if, if somebody pulls it, they're just going to be like, oh, is this good? And it's like, no, but you know, hey, good, good for Have you. Fun. you I know, mean... collect, collect the card for your binder, you know? Right, exactly. Um, let's see here. Uh, I will say the Shinx is interesting in here. This little 40 HP basic electric uh, rat Pokemon. I, is it a rat? I don't know. It's more of a <laughs> I cat. don't know. Either way, has the ability Loud Howl. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in the active spot, you may have your opponent switch their active Pokemon with one of their benched Pokemon. So it can be a constant, like disruptor in terms of being able to constantly switch these are easy pokemon to find with nest ball ultra ball level ball things like that they got knocked out pretty easy <laughs> yeah uh, by pokemon 40 being HP. only 40 hp insanely low a number that we don't see that often anymore 
in the Pokemon trading card game because there's another Shinx in this set. It's 70 HP, so a big jump from that. But it is that Pokemon that allows you to disrupt your opponent in several situations. So interesting card that you could see is like a one of in certain decks um, that maybe have a lot of switching options with switch rope, switch cart, things like that, or maybe even just retreating in general. But Sean, the evolution is yes. one that's making some noise. Tell us about Luxray. I mean, Luxray is cool. Ability, Vibrant Flash. So this is a stage two. If, you don't, if you're not familiar with Luxray, I'm just going to set the stage. It's a stage two, but its ability says once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in your hand and you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent, you could just put it straight onto the bench. And you might be thinking to yourself, okay, well, that's cool, but its attack must be trash. No, its attack for lightning, colorless, colorless, wild charge, 180 damage, 20 to itself, which is like, it's fine, whatever. But 180 damage, especially if you can get this down coming out of nowhere, like in any sort of, uh, again, we mentioned that Zoro box deck with reversal energy, mm -hmm. pretty broken, because you could just one-shot anything with a lightning weakness, um, but like, even if you're in like a, a Maridon, like a flaffy version and you don't want to send another two prizer up, cool. Throw this Luxray down one energy, a couple energy from the, uh, flaffies, one from hand. You're good to go. 180 damage. Uh, I will say as well in this, there are even other archetypes that are very interested in this card. I will say in the regionals that i was referring to earlier that happened over the weekend if i can um find it on twitter i believe it i believe it was taiwan um thailand i'm sorry the thailand championships um there were some gardevoir decks playing this card in their decks because gardevoir was playing the reversal energies right for the baby gardevoir a baby galade as yeah. well some people were playing galades um maybe to hit that fighting type weakness or um having the supporter searching galade um cool different options but some of them were also playing this luxray i believe one of the decks in the finals i don't know if it was the winning deck or not but one of the finals gardevoirs was playing this luxray and could use it for the turn so very there's a variety of decks that can use this card very very cool if you're a lightning deck you're probably playing the card but if you're also a deck that's playing reversal energies very very interested in this deck to be able to have a weakness to really just bop lugias or anything that's weak to lightning palkias yeah um as well um it just really really cool in my opinion i love this card it's uh it's super awesome um okay what what else we got going on here jake anything while i'm scrolling that you see that that is tantalizing okay <laughs> we could i guess talk about bellabolt bellabolt love bellabolt yeah. not necessarily it's card but just the pokemon in general it's real goofy what does this goofy pokemon do jake this goofy Pokemon's got two attacks. This Bellable EX Stage 1, 280 HP Lightning type Pokemon. The first one, Colorless, Colorless Jump Press. This attack does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Do not apply uh, weakness or resistance for a bench Pokemon. So just really anywhere on the field, you can set up some damage for a cheap cost. But the second attack, Lightning, Lightning, Colorless, is Paralyzed Ball. 160 damage. You may discard two Lightning Energy from this Pokemon. And if you do, the opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed so the ability to 
keep a Pokemon at bay in certain decks. And with, as Sean mentioned, something like Flaffy, right, in the format, you can get the energies stacked up on available pretty quickly um, to be able to chain these Bellabolts. You'll have to have multiple on the field, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say, though, like, this is really good. Because if you think back to, like, a few years ago, the Raichu and Raichu, mm-hmm. um, that had an attack that did, I think it was 160, and it paralyzed. It, yeah, I believe it was if you... I believe it the was bench. the GX Plus. The GX Plus. The, um, yeah. You did the damage, you plus. paralyzed them, and then you moved out of the active to the bench. Yeah, so, I mean, the point of that was, like, that was really powerful. Like, you don't think of paralysis being, like, oh, it's a status condition, nobody cares. But mm-hmm. with so few switch cards for a lot of decks in the format right now, if you hit them for 160 and they're paralyzed and they're not something that can evolve, then like they're just oftentimes going to be stuck there in this current format. So if if all you need to do is buy one turn to win the game, then this is probably a great way to do it. And it's also worth noting that 160 is a pretty decent number to be able to one shot things as well. So you may not even have to discard the uh the energies as well against something like lost box you can just strain knockouts left and right and then when you get the heavy hitters in there like maybe the dragonite or something Mm -hmm. that's coming in uh dragonite can't knock you out one turn but maybe you could paralyze it and keep it stuck in the active who knows yeah yeah i i don't know i I like this a lot um i don't know if it's worth multiple spots in a deck that's the awkward part because it Mm -hmm. is a stage one but certainly worth uh looking into uh another card that maybe you look into sean which one are you thinking of right i, mean, now? I was actually just going to mention the watch roll real quick mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah I, i'm only mentioning it because this is um it has united wings i think the translation here is wings of unity but the english translation is actually united wings the official text on the card exactly uh, and it is two colorless, does 20 for each Pokemon in your discard pile that also has a United Wings attack. What we know thus far is there are Watril, Murkrow, Flamigo, and I think there's one more. There is one more, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. The only thing about this, like it feels like a Mad Party style deck. Um, the benefit with this, though, is that you are hitting for re- very relevant weakness right now, at least. So you are hitting for lightning weakness with this watch roll. You can hit for dark weakness with the Murkrow. And then the last one, I think it's, I don't know which type it is, but. I think maybe there's only three of them. There, Yeah, there might only be three. We'll see what the fourth one, whenever it comes out, is. If there's one in yeah. the future that comes out. <laughs> so with any deck like this, obviously, it's all about trying to turbo your way into a lot in the discard, which for a proper deck with Ultra Ball and Research, it's like it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you play like a Curlia engine to like help you get through it. But yeah, what we've seen is unless you're hitting for weakness, these decks really do struggle. But that's my opinion. Jake, what do you, what do you think about the whole United Wings? I think it's going, I mean, people just miss, like they see these and they think of Lost March. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference is that you know, like we've kind of I think we talked about this last week or I made the point where like people are like 20 times is super underwhelming now unless like you're hitting for weakness. And then I made the point of like, yeah, Lost March was 20 times right back in the day. But Pokemon also weren't 300 HP. 
during that time. So a lot of times your loss march, especially with things like, um, well, no, I don't think electro power was in the format, but they had stuff like hypnotic laser and stuff, other damage modifiers like that as cards. So like you could knock out Pokemon very, very easy. And it was a very, very strong, um, Pokemon with a lot of different attackers. So I just don't think that Pokemon wants a deck to be that dominant like that. <laughs> a single um, prize deck, yeah. Yeah, I, and so they've kind of like, because I think once you go, like, you know, if you respond with, okay, well, to make it better, just make it 30 times. I think 30 times may be jumping the gun a little it's bit. And to put it, yeah, like too much, as I mentioned the other week. So it's unfortunate, but at least, you know, they're putting these different options with colorless attacking options either colorless or just a single like because i think murkrow we'll talk about it as a single dark energy for the attack yep. this watrell being double colorless um so giving you a little bit of options to be able to play around with the different attackers as well is nice instead of like mad party where i think the the dene in mad party was like psychic color colorless mad party was like it was an interesting attempt and it was a fun deck but it ultimately mm -hmm. Yeah, it just couldn't keep up because of the 20 times. Mm -hmm. And it it didn't hit for any relevant weakness for the most part, which was another problem, which that's why I'm like, there might be more to this set, to this one right now because of the weakness consideration, but that's not going to always be the case. Jake, there is yeah. a, there's a slow King EX. It's not that good. Just the slow poke is way better. And when I mean way better, I mean the art in the slow poke <laughs> is so so uh sow sow so so i think it's so so is how it's pronounced and it's just an adorable art so that's all you got to really worry about about the slow poke line i'd rather talk about this 90 hp miss magius oh sean okay let's do as it as the next pokemon this stage one 90 hp psychic pokemon miss magius has the ability magical flick when you play this card from your hand to evolve one of your pokemon during your turn you may choose an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon and move it to one of their benched Pokemon. Hmm. So I think a really interesting effect because it's not just discarding the uh, the energy. It's moving it to a place where it's probably not good. You know, there's definitely Pokemon that people will play that don't need the energies accelerated or attached onto it. So this could be an interesting kind of control card that gets placed in a sander deck you know um to be able to uh just really hinder everything yeah i'm trying to think because we don't have scoop up net anymore so there's mm -hmm. like in terms of how you then pick these cards up after the fact like i think the best way to do that would really be like some sort of a collapse stadium loop mm -hmm. uh but yeah it is it is interesting especially if you're playing against decks that like if i am playing against Mew, this could be really annoying, especially if you're playing against the only double colorless Mew, the double turbo Mew. You move a couple of those double turbos to um, the, whatchamacallit, the... Uh, Genesex. Yes, the Genesex. And they're just kind of stuck there, and you can't Silene them, right? Like, I guess they could, like, somehow retreat and then retreat later and then Silene them. But that's, them. that's a tough to do, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's awkward to do, but yeah, I do. I do like this, Jake. This is cool. 
There's some potential in there, but I think there's a little bit more potential in the Spirit Tomb card that's next, Sean. What about this card makes it uh, a little bit more worthy? Well, I don't know. Uh, the ability, Pitch Black Disaster, as long as this Pokemon is in play, basic Pokemon V have no abilities. Um, Sean, the... do you know which basic Pokemon V this is going to affect most? Uh, I mean, Chen Pao and... Well, well, that's, that's not a Pokemon EX, V. So no. Oh, that's interesting. I'm actually, I'm really surprised that they said Pokemon V in this because it's referring to an old set rather than EX too. Um, I guess this affects what? Which Drapion. One? Oh yeah, yeah. This is good. Mew Genesect. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just it doesn't stop Mew because Mew doesn't have an ability. But Genesect, right? Yeah. Can uh, can't move stuff around, and this is in play too. This isn't just in the active. So it's a lot harder instead of a counter such as Path to the Peak, right? Mew can't lost vacuum this. Mew can't, you know, counter it by taking it out with their own stadium as well. They have to knock out this Spiritomb to be able to do that. And that's just the first ones that I think of. There's more Pokemon V that may be able to... Raikou, right? Raikou, yeah. a big Pokemon Raikou's in this format, can't use Fleet Foot. Um... Yeah, I mean, or I something guess of like sort. you can't lose Minion. It's it's kind of like a real a more difficult to get rid of path to the peak. Yeah, like you said. I'm a little surprised though. I'm surprised that they have limited this to Pokemon V. I know that they are trying to. This feels very much like a design decision of like, hey, we want to push EXs. We want to push the format into EXs. So let's print a new card that will only get worse with time. And I just you know it's not bad. I will it's just say... interesting. This is also saying both you and your opponents yeah. um, in the description. So hopefully, you know, you're not playing any yourself. I have <laughs> seen lists that are playing this in Mu VMAX, you I, know, because yeah. Mu VMAX will, um, in a sense, once they're okay, done with drawing, but want to prevent their opponent, play the Paths of the Peak and then lost vacuum it yeah. to be able to start drawing cards again with the Genesect. So this may be kind of that same concept using Pitch Black Disaster. You know, if you're pretty much set up for your Mew VMAX, you can put that Spiritomb down and be able to prevent your opponent from using a Genesect to respond KO you. Uh, you're the Drapion. Or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. a Drapion, yeah. Yeah, no, it is, it, is, it is nice for that. It's really nice for like, you know, hey, very specifically, I'm going to turn off your one card counter. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to think about what else is out here. There's an interesting God oh. to tell if you want to say that real there's, quick. There's so many like weird. Okay. Yeah. Weird like control cards that I'm like, I, okay. Somebody at the Japanese Pokemon company just is best friends with Sander. Because somebody, somebody in charge of making Paldea involved. You said, you know what? Control, control cards. So this one, this got to tell it is a stage two. So it's a lot of work. But mm -hmm. once during your turn, you can look at the top two of your opponent's deck. Choose one. Put the choose put the card you choose on top and the other on the bottom. Weird wording, because it's like you choose one and you put that on top and the other on the bottom, where they could have also said, choose one, put that card on the bottom and the other back on top. I don't know why they chose to word it so weirdly, but yeah. It's just interesting, but it also has an attack, Psychic Colorless, for 120 yeah. damage. Discard a random card from your opponent's hand, right? So you can not only discard the card from their hand, but also, in a sense, maybe prevent them to not be able to move 
anything uh, from their hand with the card that they draw. Hey, kind maybe, of controlling their top deck in a sense. You know, Jake, maybe this. This is the play uh, with Fortress. You Fortress them down to two. You play this Gothitelle. You discard the one that they got. So now they're like, like you know what their top deck is. You know what, you know, you have one card in hand, and then they're just kind of like, okay, cool. Rock and roll. Every turn, you're only ever going to have one card in hand with this attack. That's kind of filthy. That's interesting <laughs> to uh, to think about and to note. So yeah. I uh, beware for Sander. <laughs> Jake, what does the Dene do? What's the big rat do? I, I mean, it's 170 HP Psychic EX Pokemon. It does have a Psychic attack for Psychic Psychic Tail Swap. Move all damage counters from one of your bench Pokemon to your opponent's active Pokemon which is interesting. Wondershot, its second attack for three psychic energy does 170 damage discard energy from the Pokemon. Huh. It's, I mean, you can knock out opposing Dedenne EXs, I guess. Um, yeah. But either way, Tail Swap could be interesting if you're in like the, uh, the Gardevoir, right? Yeah. Because it is a basic EX Pokemon. You can use damage counters built up on like a Gardevoir EX, right? Up to 300 damage counters and being able to move that from one of the bench Pokemon to the opponent's active Pokemon. You got to hope that it'll knock out the active Pokemon, but it could be pretty easy to manipulate as a one of, um, cause Gardevoir, I'm sorry, cause Cresselia and Gardevoir decks right now, I think it's only two damage counters from each Pokemon. So yeah, like you said, Sean, it's only a max of 120 damage where while this one has an output that can utilize up to 300 without any, you know, health modifiers that we can talk about later. I think there's a tool card in the set that could help modify it, but could be interesting. A one of in those Gardevoir decks. I love this for Gardevoir. And the reason mm -hmm. being is I think this is what the Wobbuffet V should have been. And they realized they got it wrong because Wobbuffet V, they like limited the amount of damage based on how big the Wobbuffet was. But like mm -hmm. you said, this one, hey, you you can actually swing in with your Gardevoir EX, feel fine with it getting hit for however much, because it's probably not getting knocked out. And then you load up a few more energy on there, get it to the max amount you can put, and then just to Dene, just, you have these, these damage counters are yours now. You get a damage counter, you yeah. get a damage counter. <laughs> and this might be a reason to play Ra Radiant Alakazam in those decks, mm -hmm. because if you can throw a 300, and you're like, oh, maybe I'm like 10 damage short or 20 damage short. Well, that Radiant Al Alakazam will finish that off for you. So. Yeah, your Radiant Alakazam can move it from one Pokemon to another if you're comboing it with the Lucha. But in my opinion, I don't know. That just feels like a bunch of different Pokemon for Gardevoir, at least. But maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of different options that you could do with this and a lot of different things that you can try. So definitely look out for that card. Uh, in terms of other cards here... Um... Uh, I mean, there's this Mimikyu, which I'll briefly talk about. It has an ability uh, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from opponent, opponents Pokemon EX and Pokemon V. So in certain matchups, like, it's a good wall. It's like, hey, we're going to print, what is it, Miltank, basically, but for yeah. the new era. Um, and its attack is putting seven damage counters on your opponent's active, which is also nice because it gets around, you know, the Gudras of the world which will reduce damage taken um, for just two energy. So, yeah, I, I don't know if it if there's quite yet the format for this because 
you have Gardevoir, you have some other one prizer. I feel that... like we have a lot of things that also hit through effects of attacks right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, like Mew, it'll hit through this. So it's a bit of an awkward space, but hey, look out for this in maybe a year or two, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Jake, what's the next one for you? I think, I mean, we'll talk about Tinkaton real quick. One of the pre-release promos has the ability to gather materials. Sean mentioned it earlier. Discard a card from your hand in order to use the ability. And once in your turn, if you do, you may draw three cards. It also has the attack for Psychic Colorless. 90 plus damage is this Pokemon as any special energy attack. It does 90 more damage. So for two energy, this stage two 140 HP Pokemon can do 180 damage um and also draw you some cards so i'm uh, pretty interesting i feel like it's interesting um i think you're always going to question like this versus curlia and i think you're mm -hmm. almost always choosing curlia because the stage two it, you're either playing rare candy or you're trying to go up the whole line of tinka tough which i just don't like the only reason that you would play this is if you're also playing the tinkaton ex mm -hmm. um and i just yeah I, I don't really see this seeing play over curlia my thoughts. I will say the Paldean Tauros, the fighting type. There's Paldean Tauros in fighting, water, and fire, and they all have this rage horn attack mm -hmm. for two colorless. It is 20 plus damage. It does 10 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. So you can be able to hit for weakness, and you can be able to, you know, just based on water, fire, uh, fighting, you know, yeah. have a variety of different options for yourself to be able to knock out, but not anything like too crazy, I feel like, Sean. Yeah, and also the fact that it's based on the damage counters on this Pokemon, I'm like, mm -hmm. how how you getting a bunch of damage counters on that? Uh, you know what I mean? It'll, like, be, it'll be interesting to yeah. see how you get that on some of these Pokemon. Some of them, it makes sense, and it's easier, like the fire one, but yeah. a bunch of others, not really. Um, just moving along here. I don't, I don't know if I see any others. Uh, the Rock EX, I'll briefly mention, it does have fighting colorless colorless, so you could use reversal. Does 140 damage, which is useful. And then during your opponent's next turn, if it's damaged from an attack, regardless of whether or not it's knocked out, you put 10 damage counters on the attacking Pokemon. Yeah, that's like, it's so an really interesting just... deterrent. I mean, really forcing them to be able to boss um, or rope or something like that and avoid KOing that Pokemon. Yep. Um, I will say the uh, it's probably the best illustrated EX oh, it's so out good. of all of them. The Lycanroc is such a cool card by Kawaiyo, um, I believe is how you pronounce it. So excellent, excellent job. I'll just be getting the card for that in itself, <laughs> to be honest. Um. Stop me when you find something interesting, Jake. The fighting Pokemon in this set, not that great. I will great. say Glamora, uh, Glamora on here has an ability. It's a stage one, 130 HP Pokemon. When this Pokemon is knocked out, flip a coin. If head, your opponent can't take any prize cards oh. for it. So again, kind of with this stalling aspect in oh, prevention man. aspect, there's another card in here that says, you know what? Okay. It's going to make it a little bit harder for you to win the game. And it has a fighting energy, single fighting energy attack. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. And during the Pokemon checkup phase, put six damage counters on that Pokemon instead of one. So kind of bringing back the wheezing almost. Yeah. You know, the Galarian wheezing had that same single energy poison effect. But that was four damage counters, I think. So Glamora is six. Um, so, so, and then also can prevent prizes instead yeah. of preventing abilities. I was going to say, Jake, if if I'm playing Mew and I hit through this, because it does 130, the Mew attack, 
Does mm-hmm. that still trigger the coin flip? I don't. That's a oh, we'd have question. to get an official ruling on that, but I don't think it does, to be honest. Yeah, I I don't I would assume. Right. Not, I mean, I think it still it activates. Says, I think it still activates the coin flip because it says when the Pokemon is knocked out. So it's after yeah, the damage it, is dealt. And the way that I think about this is it's an effect on itself. It's yeah. an effect on the Glamora. It's not an effect on the Mew. So like mm. Duraludon, for example, because the Mew yeah. has special energies it can't hit the Duraludon, but the Glamora, no matter what your opponent does, as long as just it gets knocked out, right? Yeah. It can even be from like Sableye, right? Placing damage counters still activates this effect. So I'm, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure even a Max Miracle would cause this Pokemon to still flip the coin. That is fascinating. That's, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's a big, it's a big risky thing to do, but it's kind of It's cool. Zorark, right? Yeah. Zorark stage one. You can just prevent a lot of stuff. Very cool. Uh, the next one here, we got Ting Lu. Just real quick, as long as the, its ability says Earth and Curse, as long as the Pokemon is in the active, your opponent's Pokemon that have any damage counters have no abilities, except for Pokemon EX. Why? Why did you need to add that? Yeah, I, and then it does one fifteen. You put and there's still, two damage. There's still a lot of there's still a lot of Pokemon that do have abilities. Sean, you think of Backscalibur, you think of Bibarel, you think of Genesex, right? Yeah. There's still a lot of Pokemon that have Curlias, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of Pokemon that this can affect, but this, it's it would have been nice for the EXs. <laughs> I mean, it's also like, it's a big commitment. You have to leave it in the active, right? It has three fighting energy, which is hard to do, harder. Mm-hmm. I think the one nice thing about this is that if you combine this with Halucha, you could effectively turn off the entire Lugia engine, turn two. Mm-hmm. Play the Halucha, put this in the active, and say, you can't accelerate energy with those anymore until you knock this out and there's no more left. It'll force a lot of decks, I feel like, that want to utilize this ability to use, like, Radiant Serena. But you'll have to put it down on the turn that you want to heal, and it may be that you only get that turn because Ting Lu's attack for fighting, fighting, fighting is 150 damage. Put two damage counters on one on one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. So... You can turn off a Radiant Serena if you're Ting Lu and be able yeah. to continue placing those damage everywhere and uh, stopping abilities. So but it's interesting. It's interesting. You know what they need to do to get it out of this mess? Boss. Rope. Boss. <laughs> it's it's but, like, blah, so close. I don't know. I mean, because you can stop a lot of the Pokemon from drawing cards, right? I mentioned yeah. Bibarel. I mentioned Curlia. You can stop a lot of those Pokemon from drawing. So... It could be interesting, especially when you have Coridon EX, right? That accelerates yeah, energies from the discard pile to your Ting Lu. So you can start placing those damage counters immediately. Yeah, that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, what does this Paldean Clodsire EX do? Is it anything interesting? Clodsire EX, 280 HP stage one Pokemon, Poison Bog ability. Once during your turn, if there's a stadium in play, you may leave your opponent's active Pokemon poisoned. I think stadiums are very prevalent in the meta today so you can continuously poison pokemon at least uh with your clawed sire and then for 
dark, colorless, colorless, needle bone, 200 damage, flip a coin if tails. This Pokemon can't attack during your next turn. We have plenty of switch effects, things like that in the format, so I wouldn't worry too much about it, um, yeah. but could be an interesting uh, card in your dark decks. Yeah, I think the ability on this is really cool because it doesn't need to be in the active, right? Mm -hmm. It could just be on the field. So like, yeah, dark decks aren't great right now. Um, it is a big dude. So it's like, it's a lot of work to get through at 280. Um, and like, but maybe leaving your opponent's active Pokemon poisoned. And if you're telling them, hey, you're going to need to retreat to get out of this or I don't know, like. Or switch. Right, like. This could but it be... also forces 10 more damage, right? Yeah. Without any sort of other damage modifiers on poison. Um, this could hit for just one or 10 more damage, which could be the difference between knocking it out and leaving it active. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's got a cool ability. I really like that. Going on now, I think we mentioned Murkrow, but this is, there's the Murkrow. For one darkness, you do that Unity Wings attack. Um, so just sort of reminding people that this one is another one of the United Wings. One of the three in the set, the Honchcrow. Don't worry about the Honchcrow. It's not don't really that great at all. Uh, um, Weavile, continuing on, Sean, is there another one that you like? I mean, Weavile is kind of interesting. It basically has when it moves into the active, you can choose one of your opponent's benched basics and move it to the active. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how good that is, to be honest, like because it's very specific on benched basic Pokemon. But, you know, hey, it's a little bit of disruption. I would say, you know, if if it had like free retreat or something like that, it would be way more interesting, I feel yeah. like. Um, outside of that, though, in the darkness sphere, I'm really looking through and I'm like, I can't. I can't really see like anything that's particularly good. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how much there is either. If you want to look at the graffiti, graffiti, graffiti. Grafifi? 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 Yeah. What a, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. It does have a single dark colored attack, one single dark energy, 40 times damage. Discard any number of basic energy cards from your hand. This attack does 40 damage for each type of basic energy you discard oh. in this way. So there was, <laughs> there were some cards in the format um, not too long ago. Uh, Smeargle, I think Smeargle yeah. had a similar attack, but it was like, show in your hand the yeah. amount of different colored energies so pretty cool i feel like i i like the same kind of style in yeah. the sense it is a 90 hp level ballable stage one so who knows that is interesting yeah yeah mm -hmm. um outside of that, that's really all the dark pokemon we're going into the metal types now um yeah I, yeah um, I'm trying to think. I guess we can just go straight to Copperaja EX, mm -hmm. Jake. Um, the ability, it takes 30 less damage from attacks. A pretty standard uh, ability on these, like, you know, metal and, and whatever Gigantic Pokemon. Gigantic metal Pokemon. Stage right. 1, 300 HP metal Pokemon. Yeah, and then it has this attack for 2 metal and a colorless, 260 damage. The attack also does 30 to each of your benched Pokemon, which, to be frank, may or may not matter. Um, yeah. And I do wonder if all you have is Copperaja EX, right? And it takes 30 less damage from attacks. And you do an attack that does 30 damage to each of your bench. But if all of your bench Pokemon are Copperaja EX, do they take any damage? I 
don't know. It's it's weird. That's a weird. I doubt it. I doubt. I mean, well, meaning I doubt they do. It, I assume they do. I mean, it, I think they do because it does say from attacks. It doesn't say your opponent's Pokemon's attacks, so it doesn't specify what kind I, of attack it is. So I think maybe <laughs> I think maybe you're right in that it does prevent that and you'll probably see people playing this with different heal cards like radiant serena right mm -hmm. inside of this i wonder if like dialga v star it plays like a magna zone oh, as well yeah. to be able to accelerate energies and hit every single time but this is a chonky pokemon so yeah. who knows i mean 200 300 hp with a 30 damage reduction from attacks is no mm -hmm. no joke um, and then doing 260 damage, Jake, like, you know, I know that you are a fan of the Dialga V-Star. Does this, does this interest you? I think it, it does, but also it doesn't because like <laughs> when you're playing Dialga V-Star, I think you just keep Dialga V-Star as the lone attacker per se in the deck. I mean, sometimes you attack with Magnezone just depending on the matchup I've come to find out there's some good numbers that you hit with the Magna Zone. But with like Caparaja compared to Dialga, you use Dialga to try to get to that um five energy cost, which is 220 damage, mm -hmm. but and allows you to take another turn. Um and at that time with those five energies, you're doing 240 damage. Right. So any more energy that you accelerate can help you eclipse that. Now, it may be interesting to see Dialga be like use the V-Star power, but then move into a Kaparaja, right? Because they're both technically stage ones, um, yeah. the V-Star and Kaparaja, to be able to have that set to 60. Who knows? Yeah. Um, because again, you can accelerate pretty easily and it's more energy effective as well trying to at least reach 260 right it costs three less energies than dialga would to be able to hit that so i don't know um it, it could be something that maybe you play around with but um i just don't know if it if it would fit it would have to be like a one one i feel like yeah no i i like that it's a good that's a good analysis because i'm like it feels like it's good but maybe not good enough to warrant including it there's an option for it to be there, but I don't know if it'll work. The deck's already not great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can go to Neuvern EX. The, uh, the Neuvern lone... EX, yeah. it'll make a little bit more noise, Sean. Yeah. Uh, the lone dragon Pokemon here. For two colorless, you do 70. And during your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from basic, which in certain matchups is really good. Like, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. they could like boss around this escape rope around this, but like we mentioned the Chen Pao, I think it was the, uh, the water type, the new water type um, basic. If you could just do 70 and prevent any damage done to it for a couple of turns, then you knock it out and you're good to go. Right? Like, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, but for the second attack, psychic dark 140. During your opponent's act turn, they can't play any special energy or stadium cards. So, I don't know. This is a very interesting kind of disruptive card. Mm -hmm. We've seen different Neuverns in the past do disruption. I think there was one recently that was printed that has um, an effect. You, your opponent can't play item cards. Um, mm -hmm. 
so just moving along with two different disruption attacks and i think this is really interesting because special energies are very prevalent i feel like in the format right now um stadium cards are also prevalent i think a lot of decks want to play a specific stadium in this format so if you can use noivern to just disrupt that by even a little bit i mean 140 is a good number too to be able to hit a lot of pokemon even 70 is a good number because that knocks out come face yeah right so it could be pretty interesting to see where a deck like that goes yeah and it is a free retreater too so like it's yeah it does have a lot going for it which is um it's nice it's it's strangely nice like i think some decks were also thinking of like reggie drago v star oh right yeah. because you can have this noivern ex in the discard you never start like a noibat and you can use reggie drago to copy like some of these attacks um you don't even have to have the energy cost i believe i think you just need the energy cost of reggie drago v star yeah. and then you can use any of the attacks available to you from dragon pokemon in your discard so Jake, do you think that Reggie Drago V-Star is in a good enough place that it should see more play soon? Um, it'll probably see more play, but I don't think it'll be like meta defining okay. in any sense. Like I don't think it I think probably Chen Pao and Baxcalibur are a better deck still, you know. Um, so I, I don't think it becomes a top deck, but I think it's a deck that you could see more frequently at like locals and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. It'll uh, be interesting. Uh, I'm trying to see what in the colorless world is any good. Uh, the Fafra gear, I don't know if it's good, but it has an interesting attack for one colorless stage one, 140 HP Pokemon. Choose either yourself or your opponent. That player shuffles their hand in their deck and draws four cards. That's interesting. Um, it's I... something that we haven't really seen. Yeah, yeah, it's it is interesting that you can choose either person. Um mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what the combo with that is. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I nice guess and disruptive. It's just like a prevention type of thing. Yeah, just a disruption yeah. kind of deck. It's just a stage 1 option to yeah. help disrupt. So that that is kind of interesting. Uh but yeah. It's a lot of interesting disruptions, but Jake, I think the one that, you know, we should probably talk about and we mentioned it again, I think on our pre-release stuff but is pelipper mm -hmm. um it has the ability rumor of the wind when you play it from your hand to evolve one of your pokemon you might either search your deck for a supporter uh and put it into your hand or search your discard for a supporter and put it into your hand and that flexibility is really good um the question is does it replace lumineon i don't know if it does because it's 120 so it's really susceptible to sableye mm -hmm. um but also it's only one prize so who knows it's definitely going to be an azor arc deck um well because it would it because you have to play it from your hand to evolve one of your pokemon oh never mind you're right okay yeah. so no i'm i'm just a big fat liar no, i mean um, it's it but it's an important because i think people might make that mistake right mm -hmm. so i don't know I it's a tempting card, but I think the benefit of something like Luminion, even though it gives up two prizes, is it is immediate. Like I need the mm -hmm. thing now. I don't need it on a future turn. I need it now. 
I will say a normal type Pokemon that's going to get more play than Pelipper is Squawkabilly EX with the ability show off during your first turn. Once during your first turn, you may discard your hand and draw six cards. You can't use more than one show off each turn. I've seen this card in a lot of lists as a Pokemon that you get early again on that first turn to really help you on that setup. Um, it's easy to find with Nest Ball. It's easy to find with Ultra Ball, Battle VIP Pass. You know, very, very interesting support card that you can get away, you know, with a Collapse Stadium or something of that sort with a Penny yeah. um, as well. Picking up basic Pokemon. I think Volo works with this as well. I don't remember what Volo is, uh, I don't but I think it deals Volo with normal type geez. Pokemon. Uh, Sharon's Care would be colorless. Yeah, Sharon's Care as well as another card that definitely works on it. So, but Volo, discard one of your benched Pokemon V and all cards attached v. to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't affect this one, but like, yeah, I mean, look, you've got Penny, you've got Collapse Stadium, and you've got Sharon's Care that are all options to get this out of there if you need to. Um, and to be honest, look, if you don't do that on the first turn, you can still do its first attack for one colorless. And attach mm -hmm. two basic energies to one of your benched Pokemon. Accelerate, draw some cards. Like it's it's not terrible, honestly. Um, and then if you're if it's if it's in a matchup where your opponent doesn't have the answer to this on turn two, mm -hmm. then you know, hey, like you don't have to worry all that much. You find a way to get rid of it later. Um, so if you are in like a super turbo deck, this might actually be a great card. It might. It'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. The next one, Flamigo. We talked about Flamigo. 110 HP, basic Pokemon, has the Wings of Unity. It also, though, compared to the other Wings of Unity or United Wings Pokemon, this one has an ability. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may search your deck for up to three Flamigo, reveal them, put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. So you could literally put all... <laughs> you could put the rest of your Flamigos in the deck once you slap that bad boy down onto your bench you can go get the rest of them and then use a research or whatever to put them in the discard pile very, or very use cool a squawk ability yeah or use a squawk ability in combo with this yeah. so i don't know maybe i mean this when we talk about the united wings and like how it's just a shadow to something like what lost march was this is one of those things to help you out on like a, a first turn in the game or something to be able to get those damage um up quicker and one yeah. of the cool things that's probably in the pre-release kits too um yeah. with this pokemon being able to really just ramp up and be able to put you 60 damage right away um on the on the united wings attack yeah um it's it's interesting i mean i played this it was wild going and getting three of these out of my deck and it was just like yeah okay now there's no more flamigos in my deck so mm -hmm. Uh, but that's it for the Pokemon, Jake. Are you uh, are you ready to get through the trainer cards? <laughs> I will say uh, the first stadium artisan uh, once during each player's turn may search their deck for a basic Pokemon that doesn't have a rule box and put it on their bench, then shuffle the deck. I feel like some people may start playing this over Mesa Goza because Mesa yep. Goza is a coin flip, so it's no guarantee this just limits you a little bit more well, of no rule box Pokemon. So and basic could be only. good in something. Yeah. It, so it could be something in better setup for like Gardevoir. Yeah. Right. Um, or any sort of Pokemon that plays 
you know, a bunch of baby Pokemon, Baxcalibur, right? Lost Being box. able to, yeah, Lost Box as well. So I think this has some play as well, but it's not necessarily bumping uh, Mesa Goza out of format. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is deck dependent, to your point. Like, you mm -hmm. have to be a deck that relies on a lot of single prizers. Uh, but as we get more and more into these EXs that are stage ones and stage twos, I think this is, has a lot of value. Mm -hmm. um, we have a really weird boss's orders here. Interesting. What, what do you mean really weird? I mean, the art on this, Jake. What? What? No, this, this is cool. Jetsis. This is, yeah, this is arguably one of the best boss's orders. Yeah, I want to see the full art for this one. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think if you scroll down more, you'll oh. be able to see it. But anyways, <laughs> let's continue on. Boss's orders, you know, if you don't know, supporter card, switching an opponent's bench Pokemon with an active Pokemon. I mean, it's a reprint just with a new, sure. new, you know, mark and, and, uh, character but bravery charm a tool card the basic pokemon this card is attached to gets 50 plus hp this is a big deal for yeah. people we're saying with drifloon right because yep. drifloon little basic pokemon uh does more damage for each damage counter on it and so with gardevoir ex accelerating energies and also damage counters on it uh can help beef it up and do i think like upwards of 300 damage yep. um with a single swing so interesting for the basic attackers sean no i i really like this card i think yeah you're right in certain matchups too like if you can make some of these base like chen pao or whatever just huge as mm -hmm. well that's so annoying so annoying it can make the math a little bit tougher so there's a couple other stadium cards in here sean calamitous snowy mountain attaching a when any player attaches an energy card from their hand to one of the basic non-water pokemon put do damage counters on that pokemon i don't know if this is in the no i feel like there's a lot of effects right now or just it's, not from the hand it's kind of like old cemetery honestly yeah so like i i just yeah there's too much not from the hand energy acceleration like and the fact that it's basic non-water Pokemon, it's not even like, it doesn't even stop the Chen Pao, which is like, okay, well, eh, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. There is another Calamitous Stadium, Calamitous Wasteland. The retreat cost of each non-fighting basic Pokemon is colorless more. There's not really fighting Pokemon in the format, Sean, so this could Scream. be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, imagine bumping a uh, Beach Court for this yeah. against Lost Box. Like, that would be so annoying. Like, that granted, makes it even harder for them to be able to retreat yeah. their cum face. Well, they can't just do the attach-retreat little combo there. They have to use yeah. as many of their, like, actual switch cards. And the more that they have to use, the less they end up doing. And so, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting card. It's a it's a cool one. There's a reprint of Choice Belt as well. Again, if you don't know, Choice Belt tool card, 30 more damage for each of your opponent's active Pokemon V. If you're in a deck that plays Choice Belt, I highly recommend getting this new art to uh, help you out because the remember, tool cards were eroded recently. They're now not item cards anymore. So the old uh, Choice Belt has the uh the item yeah. card symbol this one having a tool card so i mean most people will just know but in order to help you out you know make sure you don't play mistakes um especially if you're like a newer player or someone who hasn't been playing for a really long time you might want to just put this one in there to help you in irl play remember hey this is its own it's uh, subcategory now. now yeah yeah 
Uh, I'll briefly mention Clavel uh, or Clavel. Mm-hmm. Uh, search your deck for three basic with 120 HP or less and put them into your hand. I think the put them into your hand is crucial here because there used to be Professor Elm's lecture that would put them onto the bench, which mm-hmm. is not bad. But like again, if you have a deck that wants to discard Pokemon for whatever reason, um, United Wings, you know, a really great option for you here. I don't know if it's necessarily better than other supporters you might want to play on a turn, but you know, thoughts. It can it can help you out. There's an interesting supporter as well. Dendra, put a card from your hand at the bottom of your deck, then draw cards until you have five in your hand. There is a clause in there, though, <laughs> that says if you have no other cards in your hand, you can't play this card. So you can't just Dendra. Um, well, you have to have at minimum three cards in your hand, I think, before you play Dendra. One. So Dendra is one. Well, you can't you, have... you can't play Dendra with no cards in hand afterwards, but you can play Dendra with one because oh. you have another card. So you play the Dendra, you put one on the bottom, and then you draw five effectively. Okay. So yeah, I I was thinking you needed an extra card, but maybe you don't. Um, in that sense. So like this, I mean, hey, look, this is interesting. Maybe this is like a good Squavit combo if you're not playing Bidoof mm-hmm. for some reason. Like say you yeah say you have Squavit and you don't want to play the Bidoof line. And you're like, well, I'll just play Dendra's with Squavit. Rock and roll. Like, that's actually not terrible. You don't maybe want to, maybe you don't want to discard and maybe you don't want to shuffle. This is your other option. It'll be interesting to see. I do think that it's only going to be like a one of index, though. I don't think it's going to be really any more than that. But Sean, what else is in here? Uh, I will just briefly mention like fighting Olay. If you have more prize cards remaining, you can heal 60. So, like, heal 60 as an item is no joke, uh, but it's very specific. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I think I forget how to say this character's name. I know somebody, I think oh, it was OKJ okay, Love was saying because it's in a, well, it's an Italian name, so it's not as it looks. Uh, um, I can't remember exactly how it is, if you said it correctly or not. I should have. I would, I, I think it's Giacomo, but it could be Giacomo. Giacomo, maybe? I think it's Giacomo. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, it's a supporter. Discard a special energy from each of your opponent's Pokemon. Very, very interesting in control and stall decks because like Sean and I talked about earlier, special energies are very prevalent in the format right now. Something like Lugia, something like Fusion Mew, right? Um, yep. There's a lot of special energies running around. Yeah, this card is disgusting against mm-hmm. that because like you also think I, we talk about control a lot but like sander is playing three or four eveltals in his decks to get rid of all this special energy in the format heck you don't need to even bother with eveltal anymore just play G- giacomo boom just get rid of all that the fact that it's like it's only one energy from each of your opponents so like that may matter but you could potentially get a lot more energy out so if you're playing against even the new fusion strike mew they're going to be loading up a Meloetta. They're going to also have a couple of energy spread across maybe one or two Mews. You get rid of one from each of those, um, and you get to choose which ones you get rid of, right? So, like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe you don't want that Meloetta to attack. Get rid of all of the Fusion Strike energy. So I, There's I, a lot of different options. I feel like this is best as a surprise card. Yes. Right? Because you... Uh, for example, a way to counter this as a Mew player or a Lugia player, if you're aware that they play a Giacomo, um, what you do is you just 
don't attach energies everywhere. You just attach energies on one single Pokemon, right? You only Archeops to yeah. one single Pokemon at a time, or you only use Alyssa Sparkle onto one of your fusion Pokemon. That's a good way to counter Giacomo, but I feel like Giacomo still has a lot of value in being able to um, really just prevent your opponent from, you know, continuing to yeah. advance their board state. Uh, outside of that, uh, the Grusha... Great Balls being reprinted. We don't need yeah, to talk about great, it, though. Great Balls <laughs> Like, Grusha is interesting, but I, I don't think it's particularly useful, in my opinion, um, mm -hmm. drawing up to you. It's seven. an interesting, like, beginning of the game. Um, yeah. Like, you know how Lily was really, really good? You yes. know, if, if it was your first turn, you got to draw up to eight cards. Grusha kind of feels like a reincarnation of that. If you don't know what we're saying, draw cards until you have five cards in your hand. If you have no energy attached to any of your Pokemon, draw up to seven instead. So again, kind of, it's best utilized, I think, in the beginning of the game. Maybe, yeah. But for me, the problem with this card is it's like it's not a shuffle. If it was shuffle and draw, mm -hmm. great. That's Lily. This is just draw until. No, Lily wasn't shuffle draw lily not shuffle and draw interesting no 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 no. that was well, like cynthia sit uh, well right right yeah cynthia for was bruno draw, bruno is the bruno is the shuffle and then if a pokemon got knocked out like draw more okay well it, it's still it's it, it's interesting but i don't know you could have a bad hand with this in it and you're only drawing two at that point play mm -hmm. hop <laughs> i mean yeah you know uh the next card we've talked about it a lot it's iona it's the chase card of the set yep it's gonna be the most arts. expensive and this one, Jake, please, what does this new staple supporter do? You might want to know and listen up, open up your ears, because it's going to be everywhere in most decks. Iono, a supporter card. Each player shuffles their card and puts it at the bottom of their deck. Then each player draws a card for each of their remaining prize cards. Apologies, I was burping. But this is the comeback card. This is the card that everybody's been asking for to come back some iteration of n you know late game mechanic if you're down on prizes this can help you come back into the game allowing you to draw a ton of cards at the beginning of the game as yeah. well you know really help you out getting six but if you've got a board state that is better than your opponent right and you don't mind getting down to a super small hand you can just play the iono you know yeah you draw two cards but they also draw two one card and you might be at a board state to where you're okay with that and they might not be so iono is going to be used in a ton of different decks it's going to be used a lot i don't know if it's a four of in every single deck but it wouldn't be all that surprising to see iono be a three four of in a lot of decks i mean marty was a four of in a lot of decks mm -hmm. um and iono is i feel like we have more draw supporters though than we did with marnie in the Colrus. sword shield set yeah we have chorus we, we have um marnie we, no, we don't i'm sorry marnie. we don't have marnie we have research that's what we, i was trying to say yeah we had research before though too when marnie was around yeah i just i just feel like we have more draw options now yes. in the format than what we did when like marnie was super prevalent but i could but, be i could be wrong about that i mean to me like you get disruption Early game, it doesn't punish anyone necessarily, like, but it is mm -hmm. disruption early game. And then, to your point, it's a late game comeback card at the same time. And I just, for me, like that combination of like, because the reason you wouldn't play Marnie in other decks is you're like, I need cards in hand. I need a lot of cards. 
and mm -hmm. shuffling down to four just feels bad to yourself on turn one or two. But I don't know. You're good. It's just basically like a Marnie plus Cynthia. But later, yeah. it's a Marnie it, plus N, and all of a sudden, it's broken. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this card play out it and really influences the format for decks like Lost Box yep. and things like that. But... Sean, is there anything else in here? Uh, there's a couple oh, more that are nice. There's a couple more cards. We have Super Rod that I'll touch on. Shuffle up to three in any combination of Pokemon and basic energy from your discard pile. So if you've been missing Ordinary Rod, uh, congratulations. Here is a sort of version of that. You get Super Rod back. Um, Super Rod is a... Uh, there was an old Super Rod. I believe there was an official, yep. not necessarily an official announcement, because I think it was like an under, well, it was like a posting. It wasn't necessarily like an official, hey, by the way, this the old Super Rod cards are eroded for mm -hmm. this. So if you have been playing a long time or you've got some older Super Rod cards, um, you can utilize this. It was very good and it will be very good. Um, you can use them in the format. You can use a certain number of them. Some of the really old ones you can't use. I thought you could use all of them. There is some super rods from like fossil or stuff that you can't use, but they okay. did a rod of them back quite far. So yeah, but yeah, at like, least I think like the XY one. Yes. Yes. The XY rotted. one for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other card here that is really worth mentioning is superior energy retrieval, which this is also a reprint. It's a reprint. It's an amazing card. If you're playing that Chen Pao deck, load up on four of these. You can use this card only if you discard two other cards from your hand. Then you put four basic energy cards from your discard pile directly into your hand for an item card. This is broken, Jake. It's also worth noting that you cannot discard energy cards for the superior energy retrieval and then get those energy cards yeah. back. It no. does say on there, you can't choose a card you discarded with the effect of this card. But still, as Sean is saying, this is a very good card. This is a very revelant card yeah. as well for decks that play a lot of basic energy. Your Chin Pao, as you were saying, your Gardevoir yeah. even potentially. Yeah. I mean... Gardevoir, you might not necessarily want it because I think <laughs> if you say, have, I don't know about that. I mean, it could still help you in terms yeah. of if you want an attachment, right? You can accelerate a bunch of energies only leaving like one left in the discard pile and then True. being able to get one back. Um, there's a lot of different options for this Dialga. The Dialga V-Star fans, you know, rejoice. Yeah. Uh, it could help you out with that. But anyways, this is really, really good. This is one that you're going to see a lot of. This is one that you want to get and also pull out your old ones as well. Yeah. And it is put up. Uh, it's a, this has put four basic energy. So I don't know if this is a translation thing. I don't know if it's up to on the actual version, but yeah, I don't know either. The interesting thing about that, it will be important to remember when you get your real card, um, check if it has up to, or if it has four, if it does not have up to, you have to put as many as you can to fulfill that. So you won't be able to, do this for like one energy or two. So like if you're mm -hmm. playing a lost box deck and say you need a couple of energy in your hand to attach and you need the rest for like Kyogre or whatever, um, you'll have to put uh, all four if they're in there, if it doesn't say up to just really important note. It would be more effective to use energy recycler yes. first 
um, exactly. to put up to five energies back into your deck. And then with the leftover you have remaining, use it for super energy retrieval. Big brain, Jake. This is true. There is also some interesting special energies in here. The first one, Jet Energy. This has been really good in Japanese decks from what I've been seeing and listening stuff. As long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides colorless energy, just a single colorless. But when you attach this card from your hand to one of your bench Pokemon, switch that Pokemon with your active Pokemon. And so it's basically a force retreat. So very prevalent in things like Lost Box right that want to have a lot of retreats you can not only use this to shoot a comfey into the active but also use that energy to retreat your comfey yeah um and use your retreat for the turn so very very cool energy i've seen this in a couple different lists i think lugia is playing it too i mean yeah it it, it does seem good for lugia because if you have that in your hand you can switch something out it's also interesting in um an arceus deck because you mm -hmm. can imagine an Arceus deck being like, okay, well, normally, like, you really want Arceus in the active, even though it might get bopped, because mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I'll keep it in the active. That way, I don't need to use the ability of Arceus to go find a switch card. But with this, cool, you could just leave it in the bench, attach a double turbo on turn one, attach this jet energy on turn two, move it to the active to then attack with it. So. It'll be interesting. There's a lot of different options alongside of it, along with uh, maybe not as prevalent, but still very cool because I think of the effect makes it very interesting. The luminous energy, as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides every type of energy, but only one energy at a time. But if it has any other special energy attached to it, it provides, or I mean the card, if it has any other special energy attached to it, so you have two luminous energies on a Pokemon, it turns the luminous energy into one single colorless energy. Yeah. So, or like this plus a double turbo does not work. Yeah. It so. just makes it so you only have three colorless energies in your Pokemon. So, which this... could have some uh, good stuff, but I, I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, this was designed to not give Lugia the access to rainbow energy again. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting. It, it favors your. Um, counter decks pretty heavily like counter single prizers particularly that may mm -hmm. only need a colorless energy uh may only need one color of energy and then you can attach another random one um but it does it in a way that doesn't rule out v's and ex's which i like so i think this is a very balanced a little bit of a letdown for some people i think but a very balanced version of rainbow energy but, Sean, there's another rainbow energy oh, that we've kind of talked about a boy, couple howdy. times. What is it? We have reversal energy here. Uh, as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides colorless. But if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent, and if this card is attached to an evolution Pokemon that doesn't have a rule box, so a lot of <laughs> ifs here. A lot of ifs going <laughs> but on. If you got an evolution that is a single prizer, it can provide every type of energy but only three energy. I don't know why, but it also three. I don't know why it's but only, uh, yeah. but it, it provides three, three rainbows, three rainbow energies. If you're behind on prizes and it's on an evolution, that's a single prizer. You know, like we were saying, if you're going to play a cool counter box deck with Zoroark, this is the card that you have been waiting for. Mm -hmm. um, really, really cool card in certain decks. Like Jake was saying too, 
really good with that Luxray, the new Luxray. Really good with the Luxray, really good with the Gardevoir decks as well. Yep. You know, the little baby Gardevoir, yeah, you yeah. know, attaching the energies through um, Psychic Embrace or whatever Gardevoir EX's ability is. This reversal energy will allow you to hit, I believe, over 300 or at 300. I mean, look, yeah, if you, you if get you to can... hit way more. And the thing is, you can attach more than one of these at a time. It does not say yeah. that you can't. So if you got two of these in your deck and you throw, you know, I don't know how you throw. If you have one on one turn and one on another, I guess, like six energy on that Gardevoir is, I think, already like 220 damage or something or 240 Keep in mind as well that this card is always an energy, right? So yeah. with Gardevoir's ability, the baby Gardevoir, allowing you to look at the top two cards, if any of them are energy, attach them to your Pokemon, I believe in any way you'd like. Uh, it um, does say in any way you'd like. I would need to look at the card, but to see if it says basic energy or psychic no, energy. No, I think it's any energy. Okay. yeah. I, th I think this energy works on it as well, so... Again, you can really start he hitting heavy with that. And even if it's not, even if I'm just lying and making <laughs> stuff up, still just a single attachment of three energy is so good in, in that deck. It makes Gardevoir really good. Gardevoir gets a huge boost out of a lot of the cards that we've talked about in this set. Iono, Reversal, Energy, Super Rod, right? Comboing Super Rod as well with that little baby Gardevoir. Yep. Pretty good uh last energy is therapeutic it basically says you can't be asleep confused or paralyzed and if you are you recover from that i'm just yeah. gonna say not great not a great energy very specific i wish they would have attached poisoned and burned to this as well mm -hmm. because to me then okay maybe it finds utility in one or two decks but i will say this is interesting i've seen people play this in something like lost box with the inclusion of the snorlax the snorlax yeah, okay. that puts itself to sleep when it attacks you can attach this and just wake that bad boy up you don't have to attach the or you don't have to flip the coins if your opponent doesn't respond with the ko so it has a little bit of niche ability attached yeah. to it but i mean like sean was saying i don't know it, it, it could it it's not going to be broken <laughs> clearly not no Oh, man. Well, Jake, that is our Paldea Evolve set review. Um, plus a little bit more. Plus some extras, yeah. A very long pod this time. Very long pod. But our set reviews are always a little long. It is. And it, it, there's a lot of cool cards in Paldea Evolved, in my opinion. I'm very excited. Especially, we didn't even get to, like the beautiful cards right all of yeah. the illustration rares the art rares things like that the the alternate arts for all of the cards this is just in my opinion like i'm so excited to open this set i'm so excited to go to the pre-release because i think it's going to be a really really fun set for collectors players just anybody who's a fan of pokemon cards yeah i will say i did open a dendra alternate art at my pre-release yesterday oh so nice people were excited about that um but yeah fingers crossed that you get the iono both to you, Jake, don't, and to anybody out there. Don't buy the Iono yet. Hold no. out on the Iono. The pre-release prices are so absurd right now for that card. So just, just wait a little bit for the actual set to release, maybe a little bit longer. Well, if you're playing at NAIC, you might want to have them by NAIC. But <laughs> I mean, I guess. Anyways. Jake, question. Anyways, just... What, yeah. what price do you think Iona is going to land at? Just give me a number. Are you talking about the regular no, no, art? The, or the, the good one, the good, good. The good one is definitely going to be over $100. That's where you think it's going to um, land. Okay. Yeah, I think 
because so the difference like miriam miriam yeah. sitting at like 65 dollars i think right now the yeah. alternate art miriam and that out of the gate was super expensive but yeah. miriam is not super playable it's like really niche whereas in comparison iono is going to be super playable it's going to be in almost every meta deck um and it's going to be potentially a four of so i think that one is definitely going to be over a hundred dollars i think it's going to be like 150 usd um when okay. it kind of settles in because there's also like multiple arts of the iono yes. um and so you have like a seemingly more valuable um one because i think like for the miriam the regular full art is 35 to 40 dollars something like that and then the alternate art is like 65 75 okay um, somewhere in that range so i think iona is going to be like between 125 and 150 okay um here in a couple of weeks after i think like after the set releases i would say i just i was just curious i want to get like a little a little pin on that you know yeah just see see just where don't, it lands just don't buy your regular ionos yet just don't just don't buy them yet just wait a little bit it'll also get reprinted in a bunch of probably like trainer decks and stuff like that yes. trainer toolkits the ex battle decks or whatever um so that it'll get cheap quickly in terms of the regular art if you don't want to spend money on the alternates and just stuff. go look at research marnie and boss man you can pick those yeah. up for a buck Maybe less. Yeah, those are those are so easy to get now. You just had to wait a little bit of time. All right. Well, Jake, take us away. <laughs> That's all for the MetaPop Podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. I'll tell you about my pre-release experience next week and on Twitter at MetaPodTCG. You can go follow us. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. 